Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland, and we are broadcasting live from the AM950 radio station that overlooks beautiful Bryant Lake Regional Park located in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. It is another marvelous day here in the Twin Cities, and I am grateful to be here with you. I hope all of you listening are doing well. We are on the air every Saturday from noon to one to talk about your health and your life. We cover a wide range of topics to help you and your loved ones improve and enjoy your quality of life. I want to thank all of you that leave messages on our radio show phone line. We appreciate hearing from you and we welcome your questions and comments. Please continue to let us know of topics or guests you would like for us to have on future shows. Our mission is to help you improve your quality of life. Call or text us anytime at 612-999-3426. And I'll give that number out throughout the show because that's the number you can text us here during the show if you have a text question for us. We look forward to hearing from you. Now, we are adding new listeners to the show each week, and I am so grateful for that, not only here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, but also throughout the country. You can find podcasts for all of our shows on the AM950 radio website, and we can also be found on Apple iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many other streaming services. All right. All right, we have another great show for you today. I am so excited to have someone who I have been working with in an amazing organization for for the last few years here, Um, Jessica Hossauer. She is the Executive Director of Minnesota Network of Hospice and Palliative Care. And we'll be talking about the benefits of preparing for aging, serious illness, and death and to share information about palliative care and hospice. We will also be talking about how Minnesota Network of Hospice and Palliative Care strives to ensure that everyone has the help they need to live and die according to their wishes, and by providing education and advocacy around serious illness and end-of-life care. Before we begin our conversation with Jessica, I want to mention we received several calls about our recent show with Joe Del Vecchio and Shannon Benson. As you may remember, they are air, indoor air quality experts with the Aris Company. And we talked about the latest developments in air purification technology to keep your home and business safe and healthy for your family, coworkers, and customers. They shared the life-saving information about how you can be protected from allergens, pollutants, bacteria, mold, viruses, including COVID-19, and influenza, both in the air and on surfaces. The active pure technology they talked about is used in the air purifiers that was developed by NASA to keep our astronauts safe while in space. I use these air purifiers in my home and in my business. For more information or to schedule a free no obligation demonstration, call the Minnesota Health Institute at 952-270-0345. Once again, that number for a free no obligation demonstration about this amazing air purification technology, 952-270-0345. Or listen to my podcast interview with Joe and Shannon at the AM950 radio station website or on your favorite streaming service. Also, we got a lot of calls about our previous show with Julie Hamilton. Remember, she's the president and founder of Senior Communities Guide. She has developed a new service to help people easily find the best senior housing and care in Minnesota. This new online service is available by using Senior Community Guide's powerful search feature to filter communities by location, budget, care, and amenities. 
The Online Senior Communities Guide currently has over 2,000 communities listed, including assisted living, skilled nursing, memory care, and independent living, which includes over 55 apartments, cooperatives, and condos. For more information, call 763-204-8118. Once again, 763-204-8118. Or visit seniorcommunities.guide. Or listen to my podcast with Julie Hamilton at the AM950 radio station website or your favorite streaming service. Now, people called and said, I can't find it on the web. And it's because it's seniorcommunities.guide. It's not .com. It's .guide, G-U-I-D-E. So if you have any problems finding them online, just give them a call, 763-204-8118. And uh, several of the calls I took uh, this last week were adult children trying to find places for their parents. Um, so it was a lot of, lot of great conversations there. All right, so if you, uh, we have two ways to get your questions answered today. First, you can ask your question live on the air by calling AM950 radio station. And our friendly show producer, Patrick, will get your call on the air. That number here at the station is 952-946-6205. Once again, 952-946-6205 to get your question answered today on the air. We'll give that number out throughout the show. Or as I mentioned earlier, you can always just text me directly here in the studio at 612-999-3426. All right, I do want to mention, um, I have such great opportunities to meet people throughout the week. And there was a a great social event that I went to uh, this week sponsored by the Brookdale Senior Living Communities. And it was hosted by the amazing Kelly Paquette. She is the community sales manager with Brookdale of Egan. And we uh, had a great time at the Lone Oak Grill um, after work uh, on Wednesday. Uh, wonderful people. Uh, I tell you, we, we are so fortunate in Minnesota to have such passionate people that are involved in senior care. So um, wonderful people there, uh, Ross Marcus, uh, Holly Minners from the Moments, uh, uh, assisted living in Lakeville. We had uh, Danica Menard from New Perspectives. We just had a whole bunch of people. Uh, Greg DeMarco, so many people, I couldn't mention them all, but great time. And I want to just thank Kelly for hosting that. She's, she's a wonderful person. We've got to make sure we get her on the show at some point in the future. And, and of course, my friend Terry Collins was there. We'll get him on the show as well. So anyway, thanks again for that. And uh, again, I appreciate all the great work that our our people do here in Minnesota to help support our our seniors. All right, I want to welcome my guest today. Very excited about this. I am delighted to have Jessica Hassauer here. She's the Executive Director of Minnesota Network of Hospice and Palliative Care, also known as the MNHPC. And uh, and we're going to be talking about some important things today that um, both her and her efforts that she does and in my daily life that I do, we, we are so passionate about informing and advocating for people. So anyway, Jessica, welcome to the show. Thanks, Ken. It's great to be here. Um, wow. So I've known you for several years. Um, you've recently, I guess I should say, yeah, about the last year, took on a new position, uh, big position, executive director of uh, MNHPC. Uh, you just finished wrapping up a very successful uh, live uh, conference online 
that was that, that took the place of our annual in-person conference, which we've held for years, and it's one of the biggest in the country. Um, so this is a very, very popular event, and you guys were able to convert that into a, a streaming conference, which was phenomenal. Uh, amazing speakers. Uh, Gerald Steele was helping you with emceeing it. I mean, what a great time. Uh, I want to thank you for that. Uh, many people that I know and several of my colleagues attended virtually and uh, really had a great time. So thank you for that. But let's, let's uh, introduce you to the audience. They, they always love to know more about who I have on the show as a guest. Tell us just what inspired you to, uh, to pursue your current, life, current life's work here. Sure. Well, seven years ago, my dad was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. Um, you know, his first oncology appointment is one of those moments that I'll never forget. We were pretty terrified. Um, we showed up for the appointment knowing that he had cancer. We knew it was serious, but we didn't know what it all meant. And at one point in the appointment, my dad, kind of a straight shooter kind of guy, mm-hmm. asked his doctor, um, you know, is this fixable? And his doctor replied, absolutely. You know, we were thrilled. Right. Um, unfortunately, my dad died four months later at the age of 49. My dad didn't have what I would characterize as a good death. He was in a lot of pain. He was um, afraid. And he died in the hospital, which is a place he, you know, he really didn't want to be. At that time, my family didn't know about hospice or palliative care, and it's not something that had come up in conversation through my dad's illness. So, you know, reflecting on my dad's death weeks and months later, trying to make sense of this train wreck that had just hit my family, I came across a book, a book called Being Mortal by Atul Gawande, who's a sort of Mm well-known surgeon, has written lots of books. Um, When I opened it up, the first words of the book read, I learned a lot of things in medical school, but mortality wasn't one of them. And... You know, that was just sort of an aha moment for me as I read the book and I read the stories in the book. I just realized that my family's experience was not unique, that uh, so many families feel, you know, helpless and lost uh, when their loved one has a serious illness or when they die. And I realized also that healthcare professionals are not necessarily trained, you know, to have open, honest conversations about death and dying. Um, They're not necessarily trained to navigate some of those complex dynamics Mm -hmm. that come up in those um, situations. And so I was at a kind of transition period in my life, and um, I decided to transition my career away from higher education and um, move into the nonprofit sector. So I started at MNHPC in 2016 and became the executive director in uh, 2020. And are we glad you did. I tell you, you've been just fantastic. We're up against a quick break here. We'll come back. I'm I'm so fascinated by your story. But I I do want to get us to a short break here, folks. Uh, Jessica Hassauer is the Executive Director of Minnesota Network of Hospice and Palliative Care. And we're talking about the benefits of preparing for aging, serious illness, and death. If you have a question for us, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us at 612-999-3426. Stay with us.
right, welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about ways to improve your health and improve the quality of your life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in the main studio here at AM 950 is Jessica Hassauer. She is the Executive Director of Minnesota Network of Hospice and Palliative Care, and we are talking about the benefits of preparing for aging, serious illness, and death and to share information about palliative care and hospice. We will also be talking about how Minnesota Network of Hospice and Palliative Care strives to ensure that everyone has the help they need to live and die according to their wishes and providing education and advocacy around serious illness and end-of-life care. This is a very important topic, folks. Uh, both Jessica and I live it every day with the things that we do, and we just want to make sure people know about it because... Every time we take care of a patient and their family, they always tell us, I wish I would have known sooner. And I'm sure you hear that too, Jessica. So before we return to our conversation with Jessica, I want to mention this program is brought to you in part each week by the team at Minnesota Hospice. Minnesota Hospice is an, is an independent, locally owned medical practice serving the local Twin City communities with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. The team at Minnesota Hospice has been helping patients and families members with award-winning end-of-life health care. Please do not wait to learn how hospice care can benefit you or your loved ones. Now, hospice brings compassionate medical, social, and spiritual services to your home with no cost to you or your family. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please reach out and contact the caring team of experts at Minnesota Hospice. They are available seven hours a day, or 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their phone number is 952-898-1022. Once again, that number is 952-898-1022. Or you can visit them online at minnesotahospice.com. And when you do call, folks, you'll be, re- you'll be talking to a registered nurse who's been trained in hospice care. So if you have any questions, again, don't hesitate. Just give them a call. They're, they answer the calls, like I said, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, and they would love to hear from you, and we'd make sure someone uh, would get back to you right away on, on any questions you may have. So reach out to them. Also, um, I want to mention that if you have any questions, again, about the air purification technology that we are so uh, so incredibly impressed with, um, this technology is being used throughout the Twin Cities communities here at restaurants and hotels and daycare centers and senior living centers. If you have any questions about how this can help you with allergies, protect you from viruses and bacteria, and mold and mildew, um, give us a call here at the Minnesota Health Institute, 952-270-0345. Once again, 952-270-0345. All right. Let's get back into our conversation with Jessica. Uh, last segment, Jessica, we were talking about how how you got inspired. Uh, you know, quite an amazing story. Um, and again, it's a story that you know you and I hear a lot in our in our profession. Um, and uh, it was very moving to hear you talk about that. But it did catapult you <laughs> away from a career in education to a career here in in helping be an advocate for end of life care and and uh, and palliative care. Um, so you, uh, you ended up working at Minnesota Hospi- Network of Hospice and Palliative Care, and then you were tapped last year to actually run the whole organization. Uh, it must have been a scary moment. <laughs> um, but you were very prepared for it because uh, you got a great education. You're a Ph.D., 
Uh, you're so capable. You've, you again, put on a fantastic live conference here, um, a virtual live conference uh, just last month. And uh, But tell us more about MNHPC, because I, I think a lot of people struggle with understanding what that does for us. And I, I mean, the state is, is <laughs> benefits greatly from the work that you and your team do and all the members there. But uh, you know, give us some more background about MNHPC. MNHPC has been serving the community for over 40 years. So the organization was established in 1980. And really, it was a small, dedicated group of folks who were working in healthcare, working with patients who had serious illness. And they saw that those patients and their families were really struggling. Um, they really thought to themselves, you know, we could do more. We could do better here. There's got to be a better way to care for people who are seriously ill and, and dying. And at that time, you know, there was this new model of care that had been developing, and that model was called hospice. And so, you know, these um, innovative folks sort of rolled up their sleeves and traveled across the state establishing hospices and then came together to form Minnesota Network of Hospice and Palliative Care, which is an association to help support um, hospice organizations and also patients and families. Uh, so today, MNHPC strives to ensure that everyone has the help they need to live and die according to their wishes. As you mentioned, um, our work that we do is really education and advocacy. So we work all across the state with all of our hospice um, organizations, and we really have sort of a two-fold approach. So on the one hand, we work with um, hospice and palliative care providers to make sure that they have the tools resources and supports they need to do their jobs well and to deliver high quality care. And also we work with patients, families, and caregivers to make sure that they know about the services that are available to help them through what usually is some of the most difficult times um, in their lives. And what's interesting, it comes from personal experience from you. And I think that's what, that's what I think drives a lot of people in this profession is that they have a personal experience and it just, it, it just creates a passion in you to try to do something different. And, and I'll tell you, it's, it's so interesting to me. <laughs> We're all going to die. And yet there's so little preparation, so little understanding of the services and support that's available. I mean, one of the, one of the heartbreaking things that we all know in, in hospice is less than half of the people that die in America each year ever even get hospice. And, and of that half another quarter of that only gets it in the last few days or hours. And so here's a here's a benefit that doesn't cost <laughs> it's already been prepaid. Yeah. It's a statutory benefit of Medicare. It's there to take care of you and your family and the benefits are are phenomenal and yet it never it, I mean it just it's it's a rare thing that people really understand what hospice is as I I talk about it do presentations and we are constantly trying to educate our communities on it. And yet it's, it's still such a mystery. Right. Right. So that's one of our big picture goals at MNHPC, you know, is really to raise awareness about yeah. hospice and palliative care for the public and for healthcare professionals. Um, like you said, you know, far too often we hear families say, I wish I would have known. Or I wish I would have right. known sooner about the benefits of these services. 
Um, so, you know, that's one of the things that we do is we work, we have conversations around um, aging and death, and that's one of our big goals. But we're going to talk more about the services that MNHPC provides here after the next break here. It's time for a short break. We'll be right back to continue our conversations with Jessica Hassauer, the Executive Director of Minnesota Network of Hospice and Palliative Care, and we're talking about the benefits of preparing for aging, serious illness, and death and to share information about the palliative care and hospice benefits. We also are talking about how Minnesota Network of Hospice and Palliative Care strives to ensure that everyone has the help they need to live and die according to their wishes. All right, if you have a question for us, and I know you guys do out there, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or you can text me at 612-999-3426. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Please stay with us. quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in the main studio here at AM 950 Radio is Jessica Hassauer. She is the Executive Director of Minnesota Network of Hospice and Palliative Care, uh, an amazing organization that uh, uh, has been so helpful in the work that we do in our medical practice and uh, is doing great work here around the state of Minnesota. And we're talking today about the benefits of preparing for aging serious illness and death, and to share information about palliative care and hospice. And uh, so with that, I want to just mention before we get into our conversation with Jessica um, that uh, this program is brought to you in part by Neighbor Care. It's being offered by our show partner, Episcopal Homes in St. Paul. If you or someone you know is struggling to maintain living independently or is considering a move to an assisted living community, please call Neighbor Care first. Neighbor Care is a new kind of in-home support service that's more affordable than traditional home care providers. This innovative new home care service is designed to help older adults remain independent by making in-home support services more affordable and accessible. Their care professionals can help with daily tasks in smaller time increments, even multiple times each day as needed. This unique support service is offered 24 hours a day by Episcopal Homes in St. Paul. For more than 125 years, Episcopal Homes has been serving the Twin Cities and understands the importance of a safe and supportive home environment. Neighbor Care is currently providing services near the Episcopal Homes coverage area, which is within the urban core of St. Paul. And so if you want more information about that, please reach out to Karen Vento at 651-444-4000. Once again, Karen Vento at Neighbor Care with Episcopal Homes, and her number is 651-444-4000. All right, let's get back into our conversation here with Jessica. I am, uh, I am just so impressed with all the work that you guys do with such a, a, a small team of people. Um, and I also want to mention to people that this organization is a, is a, a nonprofit organization that you head up, and it's a tax-deductible organization. So um, you know, donations and support and resources are always welcomed to help get the message out. So I know you guys put on different events throughout the year, and I'm excited about some of the things in the fall. We can maybe talk about that if we have time. Um, but, but I encourage people 
to go to the website uh, MNHPC. So that stands for Minnesota Network of Hospice and Palliative Care, mnhpc.org.org. It's a fabulous website, so many resources. Whether you're, you're an individual or a family, there's a section for you or for healthcare professionals, because this organization is there to help support both of those constituencies, families and patients, as well as our healthcare community. So great information on there. Uh, I encourage people, please check that out. Um, Jessica, let's talk about some of the services that MNHPC provides to the state of Minnesota and, and uh, all of us here that work in this uh, profession and all the people that we serve. Sure. So, you know, fundamentally, we want to encourage people to think about mortality and what we provide are education opportunities for both um, hospice and palliative care professionals, but also the public. So we do conferences, forums, community outreach. We have a website with lots of information and resources, uh, a helpline that folks can call if they have questions um, specific to hospice. But really, you know, what we want to do is we want to encourage people to have conversations. It's never too early to start thinking about um, your values, your preferences, and your wishes when it comes to your health care and your medical care. And we just know it's something that people tend to put off. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of people put it off until it's too late. My family was no exception. Um, you know, I actually grew up in a house that was situated behind a funeral home <laughs> as a child. And so um, as a kid, I'd be in my backyard jumping on my trampoline, you know, watching flowers get delivered and casket shipments arrive and ambulances dropping off bodies. Um, but despite that really constant reminder of death, my family didn't really talk about our, our health care wishes. Uh, the closest we got was my mom would always ask us, what do you want to be buried in when you die? And we would just, you know, make a face and kind of say, mom, you're being morbid and, and get on with our day. Um, you know, but that lack of meaningful discussion did come back to haunt us when my dad got sick. When he was diagnosed, we did what a lot of families do. We put on brave faces and we, we prepared to fight. We told my dad to eat blueberries and drink green tea. Um, we talked about, you know, surgery, radiation, chemotherapy, but we didn't talk about the what ifs. The what if chemo didn't work? Um, you know, what if it got worse? What if my dad died? And, you know, really, we didn't know how to talk about our deepest fears. And unfortunately, you know, my, my dad's healthcare team didn't know how to talk to us about it either. Mm -hmm. um, so as a result, my dad really suffered, you know, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So as I said, you know, we want uh, people to think about their own wishes, but we also want to train healthcare professionals to make sure that they're prepared to talk to patients openly, honestly, and accurately about serious illness. So we work with professionals to provide in-depth training around uh, serious illness communication. So is your doctor trained to deliver bad news? Um, you know, when I look back on my family's experience, I, I can't help but wonder how things might have been di different if my dad's doctor had said something like, you know, um, your cancer is very serious and I'm concerned, but we're going to treat you. You know, would have my dad um, prioritized things differently? You know, my dad died three weeks before my brother's high school graduation, uh, months before my wedding. My parents were 49 on the verge of their 50th anniversaries. And when he was diagnosed, his goal was to get back to work. Um, but had he had a more accurate understanding of his prognosis and his illness, I can't help but wonder if his goals might have been different, right? Maybe his goal would have been um, to see his son graduate from high school. And so that training is, is really important. Um, 
for providers, for doctors to be able to open up those conversations and revisit the conversation through the course of a patient's serious illness. Isn't that something I want to just mention here that when we talk to families, they're always waiting for the doctor to say something and the doctor's waiting for the family to ask. So you have two, two parties who desperately want to have a conversation, need to have a conversation, and they're waiting for the other one to start it off. And that's not the best way to do it, isn't it? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and that's why it has to be a two-pronged approach, right? Like right. we all have to take responsibility for our own uh, preparedness and being ready to have those conversations, and we want to train professionals to be able to, to navigate those conversations as well. And they feel comfortable with those conversations. And In fact, you know, us as, a, as professional hospice people, that's all we do all day long. We have conversations, and it's surprising how many people will call us. You know, mom goes in the hospital, uh, you know, has a fall, they're going to do a hip surgery, and they realize, ooh, the heart or other conditions won't allow for it to happen. And so they say, sorry, there's nothing more we can do for the situation. And by the way, she can't go home to her home or to her residence. She can't live independently. And all of a sudden, the family is thrown into chaos. And, it, it, and we get the call, and we walk them through you know, how, to, how to deal with that. But it, I tell you, you're right. People and the, and the medical profession kind of just struggles with that that ultimate you know, diagnosis or ultimate call on where people are at. And it's, it's a hard conversation to have. Right, exactly. And it's so hard for families to make those decisions or to have those conversations for the first time in the middle of an, a medical emergency. And that's exactly. why you have to start early and, and often and right. do it often. Right. Um, and then there's a lot of services out there, a lot of uh, um, people who can help you with those conversations. It, it, it is a hard, it's a tough conversation to have. Um, I think especially in Minnesota, we tend to not want to address issues sometimes, you know, the passive aggressive uh, culture sometimes. And uh, yet it's something that is inevitable. And you might as well start to have those conversations. And again, your organization has amazing resources um, that people can reach out to and get information on and, uh, and help with that process. Right. And, you know, and that's why you really want a palliative care or hospice professional on your team and in your corner. Yeah. Um, you know, what makes uh, those professionals unique is that they're experts in the tough stuff, right? They're the people who really show up when things get sad or scary and they're expertly trained. I mean, that's what we do at MNHPC is we provide that deep, high level training, um, you know, both for the physical uh, mm-hmm. management of illness, right, the, the fatigue, the nausea, the pain, but also the, the social, emotional, and spiritual aspects that the fear, the worries, right? And that's what hospice and palliative care professionals um, have that higher level of training. Um, and the other thing that's really important to know is that, you know, hospice and palliative care is not just for the patient, it's for the family. Right. The family is part of that unit of care. And, you know, we know that when serious illness happens, all that family dysfunction tends to be triggered, right? Things bubble up to the surface, and it's inevitable. Families all have their stuff. Um, And hospice and palliative care professionals, that's what they're trained to deal with. They know to expect it, and um, they're the experts in dealing with that. Right. And and what's nice is, and and people need to realize that it is – a team that comes around you. It, it's you, you literally get a, a medical clinic that comes to your door. You get a counseling service that comes to the door. You get a, a church or faith community that comes to your door. It's it's uh, especially when some people find out that um, there's a chaplain that can maybe answer some questions because there's a lot of questions that come up people's mind as they start to approach death. Um, and, and and so we have just again these amazing conversations, these real conversations that 
generally come out during the during the course of uh, our our program. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's it's people just really have no idea about this amazing. It's really a holistic approach to healthcare. <laughs> Right. You're, 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 you're touching on all areas, you know, the physical, the emotional, spiritual, social. You, you talked about that. And uh, I just really encourage people, just don't, don't put that off, that conversation, or, or just reaching out or learning more, getting more involved. Read Atul Gawani's book, Being Mortal. I mean, those are, they actually are really kind of life-changing things. And it helps us live better each day, I think, as well. Right, exactly. And you, you mentioned this. So the, another unique aspect of hospice and palliative care is that team. Um, so the way that the care is provided is through an interdisciplinary team, which includes a doctor, a nurse, a social worker, a spiritual worker, and may also include, you know, a music therapist, a hospice aide, bereavement experts, volunteers, many, many more yeah. um, people all working together um, to leverage their particular expertise to care both for the patient and the family. And again, that's that's a somewhat different model than what you find in other areas of healthcare, and it's what makes it um, really valuable. And it seems like the, the whole approach kind of slows down too. You're not going to sit there and have a seven and a half minute, seven and a half minute uh, meeting with a uh, practitioner. No, these people will come in and they'll spend an hour. They'll spend two hours. They they really they they devised this great care model to really slow things down and make sure that people have the information, the answers, the guidance, because this is really we're guiding people towards end of life. All right, the music is cueing us out here, Jessica. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Jessica Hassauer. She is the Executive Director of Minnesota Network of Hospice and Palliative Care. And we are talking about the benefits of preparing for aging, serious illness, and death, and to share information about palliative care and hospice. If you have any questions for us, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or give us a text at 612 612- 999-3426. Minnesota Network of Hospital and Palliative Care is designed to help people live and die according to their wishes. And they do it by providing ed- education and advocacy around serious illness and end-of-life care. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagelin. Please stay with us. Folks, you are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about ways to improve your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in the studio here at AM950 is Jessica Hassauer. She is the Executive Director of Minnesota Network of Hospice and Palliative Care, and we are talking about the benefits of preparing for aging, serious illness, and death, and to share information about the palliative care and hospice services. We're also talking about how Minnesota Network of Hospice and Palliative Care strives to ensure that everyone has the help they need to live and die according to their wishes by providing education and advocacy around serious illness and end-of-life care. If you have any questions for us, this is the last segment, folks. Please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or you can text us at 612-999-3426. All right, I see we've got one, one text coming in here. Um, 
and it's about cost. Okay, we'll get to that here in a minute. Um, I want to remind you, if you do have any questions about that air purification technology that can help you with allergies, can eliminate uh, viruses and bacteria in the air and surface in your home or workplace, call the Minnesota Health Institute. Their phone number is 952-270-0345-952-270-0345 and find more information about that amazing technology to keep your home and workplace safe. All right, Jessica, let's get back into our conversation. There's only a few minutes left. We'll have to have you back for another show. No, you're just you're doing a great job here trying to explain something that most people really struggle with. Um, hospice, I'm not sure if it's people just want to avoid that conversation about death, um, which uh, I understand, um, or it's just so confusing and so complicated um, that that again, even people in the medical community kind of struggle to really communicate that. And it took us a long time, it took me a long time being in this world of hospice to really be able to articulate what those benefits are and, and how it can help support people at the end of life. Um, but maybe let's do this. Um, I, I do want to make sure we keep reinforcing you know, the services that people get with hospice. And then we can maybe talk about how palliative care works because people get confused with palliative care and hospice, you know, palliative care the care of it is similar to what we do in hospice, but hospice is a whole lot more. As you talked about, it's a multi-interdisciplinary team that goes from doctors to nurses to aides to aromatherapists to, you know I mean? It's, the sky's the limit, really. Uh, great hospice organizations have people at their, at their disposal to be able to help support someone in their time of need. But um, yeah, let's, let's continue to talk about the services um, that are available through the hospice uh, care model. Well, you know, in terms of like the value of hospice, one of the main uh, things that client or patients and families tend to value is that it improves quality of life. So right. when you have that team support, your pain, your symptoms, your stress are better managed. And that really gives patients and families a precious gift. And that gift is quality time. So that time can be spent with family and friends. It can be spent enjoying experiences and traditions. And it gives families time to reflect on life and, you know, resolve relationships. So um, one of the more painful uh, aspects of my dad's death was the feeling that he maybe died with unfinished business. Um, you know, he was in such pain. His illness progressed so quickly that we, you know, didn't have a lot of good days with him before he died. And so when a loved one suffers without that opportunity for families to communicate about what matters most, that can have a really lasting impact and can um, lead to prolonged grief. And so another big benefit uh, of hospice services is that those family members do receive grief and bereavement support. That whole family re receives support for up to 13 months following their loved one's death. Um, and especially, you know, uh, post-pandemic, uh, the grief and bereavement needs are, are so um, present for, for so many people. And so that's a, another huge added benefit. Yeah. And I think um, just to, to expand on that a little bit, the when people look at the curative efforts and, and um, process that goes on versus the comfort side, sometimes it takes a lot of pressure off people because they Sometimes they feel like they have to perform and try to get better when, when ultimately their condition is terminal. And like you say, maybe better time spent focusing on resolutions and relationships and you know, the social, psychosocial, spiritual side of things than to try to be constantly fighting and battling maybe uh, a losing cause you know, in some situations. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, 
you know, we talked about uh, palliative care yeah. and just want to touch on that, you know, briefly sort of the distinction between palliative care and hospice. So it's important to know that palliative care is really medical care for people living with a serious illness. You know, those are things like cancer, COPD, uh, heart failure, kidney failure, dementia. Uh, and palliative care is really appropriate for patients at any age. So, you know, children are appropriate for palliative mm-hmm. care and, importantly, at any stage of a serious illness. So what that means is that palliative care is appropriate for a person as soon as they're diagnosed. Um, the person can receive palliative care as well as treatment to cure their illness. And then hospice is palliative care that is specifically for the end of life. Mm-hmm. So patients become you know, eligible for hospice when their doctor tells them that they have six months or less to live and they decide to stop taking treatment to cure their disease. Um, these rules are set by Medicare um, and most hospice patients pay for hospice through the Medicare hospice benefit. But one of our goals is to really let people know that you can start to receive palliative care early on. Um, you know, you don't have to be dying to receive right. palliative care. And ideally, it would become part of that full continuum of care where, um, you know, you would move on to hospice when and if that's ever appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, but just want to make sure people are aware that palliative care can be received earlier on um, in their uh, stage of illness. You know, the one that we have about a minute left here, and I'd, I'd like to have you back and talk about concurrent care. Because I know there's some talk about that where where hospice could start to walk alongside a person maybe who's in maybe final stages of treatments or things so that there's a better handoff, a seamless connection with the, the curative team and then the comfort team of hospice. And I think um, um, the VA does, I think, a good job of that, uh, doing a good job of, of that transition. So uh, you're right, palliative can also be a nice transition point too if and when that hospice uh, services are needed. Right. And, you know, that really does emerge as a a legitimate barrier for folks, that eligibility requirement that you have to forego um, curative treatment. For some people, that just feels like giving up. And Mm -hmm. that, I think, does lead to the situation you mentioned earlier where people don't get on hospice until, you know, really late. So they're not getting that full benefit. And so there are efforts. You mentioned concurrent care um, efforts at the national level to really advocate for some changes there so that uh, people don't feel like they have to make that choice. Yeah. The music is cueing us out here. It's the end of the show. I want to just thank you so much for being here on a gorgeous Saturday yeah. in the summer. No, this is great. I just really appreciate it. I know many of our listeners are going to you know, be very uh, thankful that they heard this message because it can make a huge difference in their life. I want to thank Jessica Hassauer, the Executive Director of Minnesota Network of Hospice and Palliative Care, for being here today and talking about the benefits of preparing for aging, serious illness, and death. I want to thank you guys for listening to today's show. Please contact us with any questions or comments you have regarding today's conversation. You can always reach us by phone or text at 612-999-3426. Please join us again next Saturday at noon for another live broadcast. And thank you for listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life. Until next time, live well.